All right. Hey. Welcome to Thick as Thieves. Yeah, we thick with two C's. The the inaugural episode. I guess uh, it warrants some introductions. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I guess so. Hi, my name is Lauren, and I am your co-host. <laughs> that was weird. All right, I'm Connor. I just assumed that you were the host. I'm the guy from the crappy book videos mm. where I unintentionally spoil. Ah, yes. Uh, that every have, book I've many, talked about so far. How many views right now does that have? As a total or each video? Mm, I don't know. Which one's worse? <laughs> Last time I checked, and it's usually like every 12 minutes. <laughs> I think my first one had very 50, specific. 50, oh, 50 views, so wow. we're at the half century mark. To be 50 years old, I wonder how that is. Not something I want to know. And my other one has like single digits, single digit views. Mm. What? But it's, you know... Hey, you got Rome start- wasn't built in a day, <laughs> as as the great ones say. Um, but yeah, I'm Connor. That's Lauren. This mm-hmm. is our first episode, um, and we pretty much just talk all the time. We live with each other. Yes, we do. Um, we are roommates, and we're a little more than roommates. But that's for another yes, time. Yes, sorry. Um, yes, we we live with each other. We're together. How many years now? A hundred. It feels <laughs> no. like at least. Um, no, we were in an apartment with each other for two years. We met in college. We basically lived with each other senior year. Yeah. So three years in an apartment, essentially. Um, Oh, shall shall we tell our listeners about that lovely apartment? We don't need to. It was on like a... On a highway. I don't know if I'd call it a highway. It like was people like people aren't that people would drag race on. But there aren't like <laughs> traffic lights on a highway. No, I know, you know, but like it just seemed like a drag race because once when that light would turn green, like they would floor it. Yeah, so we lived right at a traffic light, um, and you know people feel the need to, um, you know, go really fast with their crappy cars and yeah. their spoilers that don't work. <laughs> They're not spoilers. It's exhaust. Well, it would be it's like... It's the exhaust, it's not, not even the spoilers. Like that their cars this just cool. shows how much I know about cars. <laughs> I just called the exhaust a spoiler. That's like the funny thing they put on top of their trunk. So that's but, where I'm at with but, cars. Like these cars, it, it wasn't even like that they were cool cars. I don't even know what a cool car is. I don't know anything about cars either. Well, it was it like... It would be like a minivan. No, well, even it would be like your typical like 1997 Honda Civic, but like... The back fender is rusted, and, then, like, and like the part car... of the front, the front bumper is like slightly falling off yeah. a little bit. And there might be the, duct tape involved. The roof of the car is like red, and then yeah, and the one door is green, and then like yes. it's like, like sanded on the hood. It was just, it was like okay, your car doesn't look good to begin with, so why are you putting on an exhaust for people to pay attention to it? You so anyway, <laughs> we lived at an apartment, and it was loud. It felt it like awful. It, imagine someone putting your apartment in the middle of the autobahn. Wow! And you've never even been there. Well, yeah, I've been on the autobahn. That's great. We don't care. It was <laughs> anyway. It was, it was essentially. Terrifying. It felt the same as living on the autobahn. Yeah, and uh, we weren't the ones moving. Yeah. <laughs> so no. everyone was passing us. And so we were still. We decided to spend all the money we've ever made in our lives on a house from uh, 1900. It was built over 100 years ago. Hell yeah. And it's still standing at this point, but but that's where we're at with each other. Hey, we survived idle with it. 
We did. The most very timely of you to mention her, Thank Hurricane you. Ida. Hurricane um, Ida, what a woman! Yeah, just destroying so we, everyone's lives. We don't say anything we want to regret here. We're just gonna move on from the what? from the hurricane <laughs> in case people have been affected by that. We're doing all right. Well, I yeah. Okay. Anyhow, sorry. I'm sorry. There's, I said that she ruined people's yeah, lives. Yeah, we got it. All okay, right. So sorry. that's the introduction. You're Lauren. I'm Connor, and we live together. And everyone hates me now. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's great. You do want to get controversial in the first episode. Uh, that's what that's what we'll do. So, um, I'm sorry. I guess the next spot we can go, uh, since I like to talk about books a lot. You also talk a, a lot about books, right? I do. I do. I read. I do. You do. I just finished an audiobook. I would call you a streaky reader. You think so? You'll. I've been reading since first grade. Well, that's not. Well, that's not exactly what. You, you'll read, like, two books in in two weeks, and then you'll start a book, and then you'll finish that book three months later. That is not true. Sometimes it is. You are putting... No. When I first met you, it no. would take you months to finish Okay, book. that's because college and being a music major sucked the life out of me. I had mm. no time to read. The mystery woman reveals herself even more. She, <laughs> she is musical. I'm so sorry. But now, like after college, I got back in my groove. I started this book club, and I am I'm here for it. I'm yeah. an avid reader. I've never not been reading a book. Yeah. And like, yeah, sure. It took me three months in college, but like now I'm back at pretty okay. I read like two books this summer, but that's different. We were looking for a house. Yeah. I was traveling. It seems like you're trying to make a case for yourself that you are an avid reader, and summer is. The time when people read the most usually, and you just admitted that you've read yeah, two well, books summer, and summer is over. Well, summer is for fun. <laughs> so reading isn't fun. I was traveling. Well, it's hard. Like you go on a family vacation, and then everyone wants to like you know talk to you, interact because they care about you. Exactly, and Weird, instead right? you just having a supportive <laughs> you family just structure sit. around you. <laughs> Must suck. <laughs> Instead, you it's just really want tough. to seclude yourself, like, and read. Yeah, no. No, no I, I mean, yeah, I didn't necessarily read a ton over the summer either, but I feel like since I was included in this book club, ironically, I'm the only English major a part of it, and I'm well, yeah. the latest edition. Like, I was the last to be included, <laughs> and I, like, I am, I am Mr. Book. Oh, well, you you said something about yourself now too. Connor isn't so mysterious, mysterious. The word is mysterious, and that's what I went to college for four years for to <laughs> pull those words out of my hind quarters. Yeah, yeah. I think that you're a really solid addition to this book club. I'm glad. I didn't know I was auditioning, but I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad I passed the first trial. You good? Did you just indigestion from that burrito? Not so long ago? Ah, uh, you had the burrito. I had the enchiladas. That's great. Yeah, they were solid. The veggie enchiladas. Yeah. Anyways. You're such a fraud. We both talked about how crappy we felt afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the thing with Mexican food. Uh, it's my favorite. I love tacos. I love burrito. Like, I love it all. And then you just can't stop eating it. And then you feel awful afterwards yeah it's like uh absolutely awful the movie then what did you just show you just i watched 
bridesmaids with you yes for the did. first time and it's like Kristen Wiig's character where she sleeps with John Hamm and she loves it and then <laughs> afterwards she literally she... hates everything about herself and her life <laughs> that's how I am when I eat like a traditional Mexican burrito like at first I'm like oh my god you're s- she thick like two C's yeah like that is a thick looking burrito and then I eat it and I immediately like don't want to be living yeah and then you're just on like I can feel it in my ass right now (laughs) (laughs) like the burrito (laughs) much like we relocated from that apartment this burrito has relocated from my stomach to like the bottom half of my ass but it's fine (laughs) it's literally fine I'm and okay. And it's like, every time you're fart, you're like, was that a fart or did I just shit? Like, <laughs> like anyway. Sorry. <laughs> it could go either way. Books that we've finished recently. Oh, yes. I just finished The Silent Patient today. Yeah, okay. Talk, you, I, I read that a long time ago. It was one of those, like, fever dreams. So I'll... I'm, I'm like a dual reader, right? I will find like a pirated copy of a pdf or i have the physical copy but i also like listen to it i hope no authors are listening to this yeah i'm i also write so i guess i'm not setting myself up stealing your books well you know we gotta buy houses and save money yeah but anyway whoever wrote the silent patient they're doing fine all right. Yeah, I think it's a guy. I just ate Alex. a burrito and I'm not doing fine. No, I'm Anyhow, not on the verge of the silent. The silent drink. patient is one of those books where it's a lot like the hunting party that we just read in our book club. Solid. Where well, it's it's yeah. something just in the fact that it's a book that you constantly want to know yes. what is about to happen. Yes. Not out of like sheer high quality of storytelling right. or writing in general. Mm-hmm. It's just like. All right, you've given me, like, not to be crude, but, like, a shitty sort of, like, story to grapple onto that I'm, like, it's, like, my comfort zone. It's, like, a mystery or, like, a whodunit. That's, like, where I find my comfort. Right. So I'll just, like, speed read those, and then when I'm done, it feels like I went everything. to, like, Mexico for a week and was <laughs> drunk and sunburnt the whole time, and I, I get home and I'm, like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> That's how I feel when I read books like that, where it's just, like, straight up, like, what... I don't know what the main character's name is anymore. Well, so, I you told me yeah. the plot twist at the end, and it brought back some of the memories, but... Right. Yeah, it's kind of... I feel like this book also kind of relates to, like, when you start reading fan fiction, and you're like, what? Fan fiction? You can't just throw that out and expect everyone else to be like, oh, yeah, I also read fan fiction. I do not spend yeah, my free time like, looking up fan fiction. About what? What do you look up yeah, fan it's fiction like when about? when you come across, like, a fan fiction about, like, Harry and Draco and how they're, oh, like, Jesus. a... And then you're like, oh, I should probably stop reading this. But so that's you, where this is but going. But then you, like, want to keep reading because you want to This cannot know. be a fan fiction podcast. We do not... <laughs> No offense to people who like fan fiction. Like, it's a very creative... I've come across some on Reddit before of, like, popular, like, movies and books. And, like, yes, they're very creative and it takes a lot of, like, deeper thinking. 
but I feel like slightly off put by it sometimes. But no, by any by all means, like talk about your love of fan fiction. Yeah, That's no, fine. you just kind of like come across it sometimes if you're just scrolling on Tumblr. Yeah, totally and then unintentional, you, like, right? Type in fan fiction. Just yeah, to see your what fingers are accidentally like, I want this right now. I want to yeah. be disturbed by weird images. Exactly, of... and and then and then you uh, read through it, and then you like have a stroke at the end, and you forget everything that happened. Kind of. Yeah, you my know? favorite are the ones that are incestual where they talk about how much uh, siblings have a secret desire for each other. Ew! I'm not, like, slapping a label on all fan fiction. I'm just saying I need to Ow! see some better representations of, of fan fiction before I start. Are you, are you joking right now? I no. can't tell. Like, people who, like, like for instance, with Game of Thrones, with, like, Jamie and Cersei, oh, people would, like, people go beyond... Cre- people create that themselves. Yeah, and they would go so, beyond what the so show they're, actually... So they're, like, Ron and, um... Ginny. Ginny getting together. I've never actually seen that, so maybe I'm just... That's disgusting. ...projecting some of my <laughs> <laughs> misconceptions <laughs> of fan fiction. I bet... Well, fan fiction's so big, like, I bet you that's out there. Like, incest? I mean, Ron and Jenny. I bet there's incest out there, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, we're from Pennsylvania. Like, there's no... Stop telling people where we live, Connor. Well, nobody's listening. <laughs> yeah. We're from, we're from Pennsylvania, so we know that incest is like... For all I know, my neighbors growing up were... You think so? Well, I lived in, like, Amish town, Pennsylvania. Well, yeah, that's true. So, like, I who did, knows? I, I didn't. Grow up there. Just, maybe just let everyone know that. maybe Grace down the street was a product of her uncle and her mother. How the hell did we get here? Anyway, uh, <laughs> the silent patient. Oh thoughts. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, all right. Good thing that this podcast isn't really when is about it? anything. Okay, we're like thirteen and a half minutes in, and we're we're chugging along word and this is not staying on the plan the game plan has been broken whatever tell me about the sound anyways let me tell you okay so oh i just threw up in my mouth a little (laughs) bit from the burrito (laughs) that was literally so warm and acidic disgusting we're also drinking like red wine right now and i can just i can it tasted like warm orange juice oh wow yeah think about that (laughs) disgusting Take a chunk out of that for yeah, a second. And that's, that's right. where I was. Ooh. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> Are you okay? Silent patient. Okay, what, silent what did patient. you think? Um, yeah, so I decided... So I'm also in grad school and my life is starting to be hectic. So this is where I don't really have time to read... Like sit down and read a book. Because um, my life is kind of... So you can stand up and read it. Yeah, I mean that's that will be fine. Yeah, sitting. No, against so the I'm going. I'm going to audiobooks, but then reading the physical book for for our book club, um, which is those. Do you still have a stigma with like audiobooks? Not anymore. Okay. No, I feel like I when heard... we first met, you were like. I couldn't. Well, did I... you listen to that book or did you read it? <laughs> no. And well, I was like, I I did both. Like. Well, one th- is not greater than the other. Like no, I think it's just, some people I, are. What is it? The auditory learners. Yeah, the auditory learners are visual. And uh, but the thing is, is I for the life of me could not pay attention. It was like a squirrel. Right, the multitasking thing. It's the multitasking. If thing. If someone were to make a list of people who are the worst at specific skills like the opposite of the Guinness World Record book, it's like these are the people who have the worst 
like retention <laughs> rate <laughs> when it comes to having to multitask like you would be literally like it would be your freaking face blown up on one single page and it'd be like worst multitasker ever you can barely you oh my god we don't need to get into it but anyway go but your audio yeah yeah. so so i was a squirrel i was a goldfish i was any animal that i was a dog like i could not pay attention yeah and um but then i realized uh i had so much to do the one day and um, me and my friend Jenny are like the main uh, leaders, whatever. Of, yeah, shouts of book to club. Jenny. Shout out to Jenny, dude. She's gonna marry us one day. She's Anyways. probably gonna be the only person who listens to probably. us. Probably, and she'll so listen. Jenny. Thank we, you. We, thank you. We care about you. <laughs> Shout so out deeply. to you. Yeah. So, anyway, so I was like, I have so much to do, and I don't have time to like sit down and read a book for like five hours. Mm. You know, I like couldn't bring myself to do it. So for sure. Yeah. So I forced myself. It was a Jody uh, Pico book. What was it? What was the one that I read? I don't know. I don't freaking. What did I read? I don't know. Uh, no, it was audio. I nineteen minutes is right there. No, not nineteen minutes. Oh, the the storyteller. Is it the one with the nurse? It was the one about the girl that... The racist patient with the nurse? No, no, no. That's uh, that's the colorful book. Yeah. I'm meaning that there's a lot of colors on the... Like, yeah, the, I know. The, like, I know. I, yeah, I fully understand Not like it's like saying. lovey-dovey. Um, yeah, no. What the heck's... That's what I'm called. It's fine. Jody's not going to have an issue. Yeah, <laughs> I've been saying her name wrong for years. I used yeah. to call her... Picoult, Picoult. but it's Pico. It's French. Yeah, French. Who knew? I not told me. You that. I'm not French. I I figured it out after I watched the Helen. Vi- what? I definitely told you. No, that. you didn't. I found it out on YouTube. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. I vividly remember telling you that, but okay. totally fine. Well, anyways, so and I listened to it, but I had to, I had to do something while I was listening to the book. Does that make sense? No. Like. <laughs> so in order to concentrate you had to add more i had to do my, i know <laughs> you were like what let me think i can't complete this task what should i do i should do i should add another thing to the equation to make things more difficult so that i can finish the original thing that has now become a secondary task to the new thing i have now adopted no here. that's not what i meant i meant that I would add a mindless task. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like sewing. Like, yeah, like that. No offense to those who, the seamstresses listening. I know this is a big podcast in the seamstress community. No (laughs) offense to those who sew for a living or patch. No, no offense. Um, But we would classify that as monotonous at times. They're probably the biggest readers ever because they're listening to audiobooks all day i don't know do you know chris listens to a podcast all day while he welds well yeah that's eight hours he could finish a book a day you still haven't talked about the silent patient wow i'm so sorry okay so the silent patient (laughs) (laughs) oh woo. okay so anyway so i i listened to it i finished it in three days it's probably like an eight and a half hour book yeah um yeah, basic plot, but it was a page turner, and the chapters are really short. Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost like when the chapters are really short, you can kind of like be like, yeah, maybe one more. I'll read one more. Maybe one more. Maybe one more. It's then, like a mini powdered donuts. Yes. 
It's like... And goldfish. As if I didn't feel awful about myself already, maybe just one more. Exactly. It's like when you you're go... You like, don't want to look at the serving size, but you're like, they're tiny. Yeah, but that's How the same, bad can it it's be? It's the same thing with uh, goldfish. They're like 55 pieces is 140 calories. And you're you're like, like, that's way too many numbers. I don't give a shit right exactly. now. I'm about to dig into these bad boys. And then by the end of it, you've ate 250. You know, you've... 250. Goldfish. Goldfish. Yeah. Which is... That's equiv- a lot of goldfish. Is it though? Yes. 250 goldfish? You know, like, 55 goldfish is, like, a fourth a cup or something like that. Maybe it's a third. There's a lot of units and numbers being thrown around. That's not what I came here for. <laughs> well, anyway. Saying. Goldfish, though. Like, you gotta watch. The silent patient. Yeah, so uh, I... <laughs> Don't roll your eyes Jesus at me. Jesus mighty. <laughs> um, yeah, so I finished it uh, driving to work this morning. And I'll tell you, my jaw... My jaw almost hit the brakes on my car. Your jaw was was driving for you. My jaw was driving for me. It was insane. That plot twist at the end. Well, why don't you say what it was? Why would I say the plot twist? We don't even know what the book's about. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is, it almost sounds like, I know you read the book, but this is like what it would sound like if you like were at the water cooler at work with your friend and you're like, yeah, dude, did you read this new Ray Bradbury book, even though I don't even know who if Ray Bradbury is still alive. He's the guy who wrote Fahrenheit 451. Oh. All right, but, Ray. And I don't know. Yeah, he probably isn't alive. Okay. All uh, right. Anyway, I hope you're listening, Ray. Big fan. Um, and and he doesn't even know that it's a book. Maybe he thinks it's like a, oh, an yeah. edition of Sports Illustrated. And he's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Of co- how did I not read that? Of course I did. Like that plot twist. That sounds like, that's like what you're, it sounds like. Yeah, it's like, like the kid like trying to fit in. Yeah, like for all never... I know, you've just lied to me. And told okay, me okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. The main characteristics you've listed, it's a real page turner. <laughs> there was a big plot twist and I f- just absolutely flew through it. <laughs> what am I supposed to go on here? Hey, someone, what is this book? <laughs> someone throw me on booktube. I'm there. <laughs> I'll this tell is you. Pitiful. I'll tell you everything about the books. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's let's be serious. Let me let me tell you what the book's about. Mm-hmm. So, the book is about this guy, this psychiatrist, or no, he's a psychotherapist, and his name is Theo Theodore. And then Theo gets a new job at this place called the Grove. Now there's this patient who is the Get, uh, get this. The loud this, patient. No. Right? No. The silent patient. Makes sense. But that is the title, yeah. right? Yeah, that is the title. And her name is Alicia. And so Alicia killed her husband and shot him in the head five times. Um, and dark so. dark really quickly. Well, it's a thriller. What do you expect? Rainbows. To be thrilled. Butterflies. Farting out glitter. Like. <laughs> I've never seen that once, so I don't think I'd expect that you've in any seen, setting. You've never seen a unicorn fart out glitter? No, I've seen, like, Bo Burnham throw glitter, but I never saw him, like, fart it out of his ass. <laughs> that should be his next, next skit. You yeah. hear that, Bo? We got you. We're your new managers. Go, Bo. Maybe not managers. We're your new creative okay, artists. Okay, keep going. Anyways. <laughs> this is the so... longest I've ever wanted someone to talk about the silent patient, and you barely talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Alicia, who is very silent. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> literally does not speak. It's awfully um, telling. And so, Theo's, everyone's like, 
yeah, we can't get her to speak. And Theo's like, well, that what everyone take her off like? the drugs. That's Theo's voice. Yeah, that's yeah. Theo's voice. You should do voice acting. Thank you. I Think thought about, about it. it. I thought about it. That's good. I could. I would just play like the teenage girl and. No, you're Finney's Theo. Part. That yeah. That oh, that's Theo. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah, so pretty much Theo has to uncover her dark past, and mm. but also Theo has a little bit going on at the same time, and um, you kind of see how their two um, lives uh, sort of intermingle. Yeah, while like with Alicia's past, but also what's happening to him in the present. Yeah, they seem completely unrelated, but it overlaps in a way that you wouldn't expect, and that is said plot twist. I feel like people can figure out the plot twist now that you said that. Not really. Okay. Well, it's probably on the back of the book. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't know. It was an audio book. It's like how movie trailers... Give away everything? At this point are like three minutes long and it's like, well, you just showed me a highlight reel of the movie instead yeah. of like a fun like, preview that's I like, don't have hmm, to go see it. I need to know more. It's like, <laughs> nope, I, I know who dies. I know who's bad. I know who's good. Yeah, and I know who's kissing. What else is there? And I know who's there? breaking up. Like, it just kind of... There's too much. Trailers are too much. Yeah. Don't you think that the people that make the trailers are would like... Would know. Yeah, would know like, oh yeah, I just showed the whole movie. Yeah. You would think, right? <laughs> they probably get paid a lot more than us. That's very true. And I feel like we could step right in there and, and kind of know Do you think do. the people who make the movie trailers even actually watch the movie? I would hope so. <laughs> so or that they think, know what part is crucial to like, save. Mm, minute 32 mm, one hour and 10 minute mark and then mm. they take like clips from each one of them and they're like this should be good yeah no i think they know the movie i think they know what they're doing because the really bad like not every movie is a good movie and the really bad movies if you watch it and then you go back to the trailer you'll notice that in the trailer they only include the best parts of the movie really yeah and then you're like oh i get why that's the trailer that those were literally the only good two minutes that they had of the movie and the rest is just like freaking garbage i wonder what the trailer like steaming of, hot i wonder garbage. what the trailer of a uh, kung fu panda is it's all good because that movie is 100 percent. yeah so the trailer is like an hour and 30 long no did you not get that joke no. Anyway. <laughs> I wish you could hear the crickets in the background. <laughs> There's freaking cicadas out there that are like... <laughs> That's what crickets sound like. So now... <laughs> um, that will... Uh, oh, what book did you just finish? Well, I just finished uh, Thunderhead, which is part of the arc of the Scythe series. I did a YouTube video on it, so I'm not going to spend another 26 minutes... As you can see, we are really trying to get famous. Over Rambling here. on about it. No, not in the not in no, the slightest. We're doing this for fun. I yes. also finished uh, Hunting Party, which you did too, but that doesn't that. need an extended explanation. It's just no, a, it's just like a solid like three point five book. Yeah, like three and a half stars. Twenty second out of five, or, not out of ten. Twenty second or less trailer. A group of friends who aren't as close anymore go to a secluded cabin. Someone dies. They're stuck. They have to figure out who did it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that's it. Like, it's a pretty uh, basic <laughs> premise. It's very basic. But it's it? one of those that's so basic that you're like, 
I, I just kind of have to know. Exactly. And you're like, this is such an easy read. Like, yeah. I don't have to really think about a lot of things as I'm reading this. Unless yeah. you're Rachel, my coworker, who sits there and analyzes everything and figures yeah, out she, all the fun yeah, twists. Knew. Yeah, those, like, she overanalyzes. We, easy read. You just, like, you're, you just enjoy mm-hmm. the story as you're in the moment. I, like, semi-predicted it, but I also wasn't engaged enough, like... I got to a certain point where I just didn't care that much anymore. Yeah, kind of. So I wasn't really... I tried to figure it out, like, the first half of it, but then kind of faded away. Yeah, it's almost like when you have a book that's that, like, that's such an easy read like that, you're like, why why overthink it? You yeah, know? it's like boogie boarding. You're like, just take me. Just take me. Just yeah. take me. I mean, I'm not interested in fighting a, the wave. I don't yeah. want to pick which way I go. Just freaking... I'm going to get on this piece of foam and just get wrecked by the sand at the exactly. end. Exactly. It may break. Who cares? I may get sandy right cheeks. in the face. Sand in the, my butt. Yeah, my, the that cheeks. That looks like the, you like cracked your pants <laughs> as like a 10-year-old. Yeah, and then you get back to your condo, your beach condo that you rented out for the week. And uh, <laughs> you have like a rash in your, in your <laughs> pants from the rash. freaking like... The sand that hasn't broken down quite enough yet, and you're like walking back, but you have to separate your legs a bunch because you're like, oh my god, yeah, that's yeah. It just looks like you guys love your butt. Yeah, sorry for that visual, but yeah. uh, poor babies in those swimmy diapers. Yeah, there's probably sand, poop, pee. It's all in there. I don't miss the diaper thing. I can say that much. No. All right. Do so you remember your diaper days? No, I don't. <laughs> but it probably sucked. I think both our moms said that we were late to the game for potty training. Well, my mom said that um, when I was, like, on the outside looking in to potty training. Like, I was just about to step over the potty training line. I would still, like, if I had to crap, I would go up to her and say, Hey, can you put a diaper on me? I'm about to crap. (laughs) So I would prefer to crap my diaper. Say poop your pants. It's I would funnier. prefer to literally just let feces roll out of my butt into what I was wearing rather than like that. I think that's where like the defiance authority sort of, <laughs> sort of originated. That's like my origin story. If I were a super villain who like my superpower is to like not like authority figures. Yeah. It started when someone tried to potty train me and I thought it was a Don't better idea. To be like, hey, why don't you go ahead and put a fresh diaper on me, these overpriced freaking disposable cloths that I'm about to take a giant turd in. Like, I'm about to splat this thing so you'll have to put a new one on me right after. So, all right? You cool with that? All right. Like, yeah. I was like the boss you, baby. I was just about to yeah, say that. I was You're the boss, boss baby. Yeah. You are boss baby. Also you are walking around movie. with it. Yeah, solid movie. All right. You can see Boss Baby too, though. We'll move on from uh, from talking about crap, yeah, crapping about our that. pants, um, to hopefully, I didn't really think about it too much, but it's it's September already. That means we're 75% through the year. Yeah. Do you have any idea of what your book of the year candidate would be yeah. so far? The way Goodreads does it is like, yeah. what has come out in 2021 is the only thing that's applicable to book mm-hmm. of the year since we don't do that yeah, uh, and we just kind of um, read whatever we want Goodreads sucks our thick as thieves book of the year nominations will be 
Heck, if it's from 1892, it still qualifies because we only read it now. Oh, right? yeah. We're a little late to the game. So, I guess we will start uh, with you so far. All right. Um, do you have an idea of what your 2021 book of the year is that you have read so far? I, so 20, wait, what year is it? 2021? It is 2021. All right. My book of the year review is The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Ooh, okay. And I know that this book kind of goes either way. Some people love it, like me, and some people just are like, I, I didn't get the hype. And they... It was too boring for them. Yes, there was one little slow part in the middle. But I mean, every book has one, you know, yeah, where it's yeah. like, every book has one. But just the the concept of the book is that Addie LaRue um, makes a deal with the devil when she uh, is, is, and it takes place in the 1600s or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the, I think it's the 1700s like 1750 and her parents are forcing her to marry and she doesn't want to get married so she makes a deal with the devil so that oh uh, that so that she didn't have to marry that guy and the devil instead obviously making a deal with the devil is the worst possible thing because you always get screwed in the end like how do these (laughs) they usually say to stay away from that yeah like they always twist your words Mm. and so she said it if i the book's here around here but she says the line and he takes her words and he twists it and he makes it that she can never she is immortal she can Mm. never die so she can live for as ever like however long as she wants but the thing is, is that no one remembers who she is. Oh, okay. So, like, if I could go up to you and I could be in this room and you could be like, hi, and if you're looking at me, I'd be like, hi, I'm Addie, blah, 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 and you would get to know me in that moment. Yeah. But once when you turn around and you turn back, you won't remember me. That sounds terrible. Yeah. So, but of course, why have a book like that when obviously you need a person to remember her so there's one person in the book makes sense that she finally comes and he, and for some reason he remembers he, re- her. he can remember her so wow. it, yeah so it goes through and it's just such a sweet but it it really like at some moments it f's with your head because you start to like characters who you shouldn't like you know yeah. and i don't know it was just a really sweet book though and I give it a six out of five. Like I loved it. Wow, mathematically impossible. I know. Six out of five yep. off the Goodreads scale. Thank you. Off yeah. the Goodreads scale because Goodreads can suck my butt. There you go, Goodreads. Hope yeah. you're listening. Yeah. Um, oh, like, can you please update your thing, Jeff Bezos? So you can go over five star rating into six. No, so I can have a more aesthetically pleasing app to go on. Yeah, something tells me Jeff isn't overseeing the design of the Goodreads app. Well, but we'll go after him anyway. He's too busy going to space. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather. I'd rather that guy. I'd rather go to space and update a Goodreads app. Then go to Goodreads app. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I would never go to space. Anyways, what's your twenty twenty one book of the year? I don't think I can pick a single book rather than a series that I got into this year. Okay. And pretty much the way I work is every year 
I'll make like a concerted effort to read a type of book or a genre at least a few times. So like two years ago, I tried to start reading like nonfiction a little bit more and I got right. really into like Eric Larson um, right. and now I like his novels a lot. Um, and this year I tried to get into graphic novels I a little love, bit more, I know exactly which, what you're gonna say. which are always like, they also have a stigma sometimes at least when people are like oh what are you reading and you're like oh it's a graphic novel they're like huh, a comic book yeah what a yeah. joke you are graphic and novels it's like, are little treasures they are they're not even little treasures they're other. they're equally sized treasures of other books with wonderful pictures <laughs> yeah like it, it takes a lot more skill to produce a graphic novel than it does a, a normal one i think that's I think that's an ob an objective fact, but I'll we'll just we'll leave it at that. So my my not book of the year, but like series of the year are are the lock and key graphic novels. Yeah. They are I've read a few different gra graphic novels. They're easily not just one of my favorite series of graphic novels ever, but like one of my favorite like book series. Wow. Ever. And like a lot of people, I saw the advertisements for Lock and Key on Netflix like two years ago or whatever and immediately saw that it was being like negatively received by critics and stuff. I'm like, oh, great. And I knew it was based on graphic novels and I knew it was Joe Hill mm -hmm. who had written the graphic novels. Right. And like anybody who's seen my bookshelf who are, or has like walked in my house before knows I'm a <laughs> massive Stephen King fan. Yeah, like, it's That's a little... the least original thing to be, but like. Our no, bookshelf I... is like prop like we have a very when I say a big bookshelf like it takes up the whole wall in yeah. the room we're in right now and at least thirty three percent of the shelf is Stephen King so like I read a lot of Stephen King so when I learned in my early reading days that Joe Hill was a pseudonym for Stephen King's son right I was like oh like. This is incredible. Eventually, I'm going to, like, run out of Stephen King books, even though he's somehow still oh, writing so, them. Listen, Credit I Credit to him and his King. fights against Trump, which are hilarious oh. on Twitter. I stay away from Twitter as much as possible. Except for Stephen I King's hold true to the sentiment that is the most toxic social media app in existence. Yeah. Twitter's the most toxic space I've ever witnessed, but... <laughs> I will always go on there like once a week just to see what Stevie King has been has been tweeting about the country because oh my god it feels so good to be in love with a storyteller who also vehemently hates bigotry uh -huh. and just like recognizes what is going wrong in, in the country, the country. Yep. as much as like everyone else so yep. credit to him for speaking God up and speaking bless out Stephen King. anyway Stephen King 2024 yeah <laughs> Stephen King what a guy but I don't, anyhow wait, can we go back to that thing I don't think that owning and reading Stephen King books is whatever word you used is cliche or is that the word they use well if someone's like a horror fan it's very likely that their house is filled with like Stephen well, King exactly like I like there's a reason he's one of the biggest grossing I, exactly that's what I'm authors. saying like there is a reason that he has this many books and that he has those many movies and the tv series like he's a genius so why 
why would you not read his books because other readers think that it's like? Well, I, do, I clearly don't well, because no, I read I said, everything. Exactly, but I'm just love. saying for other people who are like, I'm not reading Stephen King. Like, go read Stephen King. It's like if I went to music school and I didn't study Beethoven. Well, like you know I, what I mean? Yeah, it's and, just and, like, and an example of that is like I'm currently reading his newest book that was released not that long ago, Billy Summers, and yeah. it it's not a horror novel. Like, it's literally not even the same genre that he's known for. And, like, he's written the Dark Tower series. He's written so many short stories. He's written a ton of books that aren't horror novels. And, like, in his memoir where he talks about, like, his writing process, he, like, stands by the fact that he's not a one-trick pony. And that, like, he can do more than just write horror. And he talks about it in interviews all the time. And I'm going to get more into it when I'm going to do a video on on Billy Summers. But... Anyway, he's he's like he's just a great storyteller. There's a reason oh. people love his stories because he gets you to love the characters. Exactly, and, like, he can get you to love the characters in like a small short story. Yeah. So I mean, anyway, that's incredible. Sorry. His son <laughs> is an amazing writer, like in and of himself, Joe Joe Hill, who wrote Nosferatu as well, which has one of the best villains in a book I've ever like Charlie Manx. You haven't read it. I haven't read it yet. I know Jenny Jenny's, has. Jenny's read it. Shout out to Jenny. Charlie Charlie Manx is one of the most terrifying villains I've ever read. And like I always tell you that one of the only books I've read that like made me scared to like is that one? be alone in in a house in the dark at night was oh. like Pet Cemetery. Oh right. And like Nosferatu. Really? It would freak me out so bad and that was another book that i read the physical copy of and listened to and like the guy who narrated it and did like charlie manx's voice like sent absolute chills up my spine but like a lot like his like a lot like stephen king joe hill isn't just like a horror writer like he lock and key is not a horror series right and the guy who who illustrates them uh i think his name's gabriel rodriguez his last name's rodriguez but he is like the most amazing artist and joe hill is such a like the the story is amazing it's about this weird old estate that's super mysterious and like these kids go through a ton of turmoil within their family it's all about this this sibling uh group and like early on it's not spoiling anything it's in the first pages of the first book like their father passes away and they start to like explore this huge estate a little bit more where they're sent to live and they start finding these keys to rooms that end up like accessing like magical abilities and stuff and people are also like after the estate and the keys because they know like and they start to unravel like their father's history and what he was involved with and like people from his past start to come into the present and like it's the craziest oh my series it is so good and i'm sounds I, great i finished the fifth one and i i actually just ordered the sixth one the other day how many are there there's six but i believe they released a seventh one but it's only like bonus content okay. it's like behind the scenes illustrations and, yeah. and planning stuff so the sixth one is the final one but yeah i just ordered it i'm gonna read it soon but if i had to pick a book of the year or like a storyline of the year or whatever would it would be, be lock and key by joe hill okay yeah, it was, it's, it's so good. It I re- sounds great. So. I refuse to watch it. Oh, until you're. Yeah. No, oh, I won't no, watch you, it at oh, any you don't, point. you don't like, want it to mess I think the up. show sucks, apparently, really? so I'm not going to watch the show, but I would recommend that to literally every, like, I would, I read those in a sitting. Mm-hmm. And they're not short graphic novels. They're like, 
anywhere between 140 and like 180 pages. Right. And I sit down and I finish them. I just think graphic novels uh, novels are incredible. Graphic nervers. Graphic nervers. Graphic nervers um, are shackled. No, I just think that they're incredible because you... <laughs> I always... I always talk about how my brain gives me, like, the worst sceneries for books. Like, I Yeah, the said, other day, you, you were like, yeah. Yeah, the, pretty much, like, I'll be reading a book, and my brain will just be like, I'll be reading a, such a descriptive yeah. paragraph. It'll, like, it's, go to lengths to describe, like, a gothic mansion with, yeah. like, high-set ceilings and massive... Uh, like portraits on those stone walls yep. with a flaming fireplace and you think that it's at my uncle's house <laughs> yeah you think it's like a one-story rancher in the middle of maryland and it's like not that uncle okay well i'm just trying to use an example it's just like the most random thing that has nothing to do with it but it, it, a graphic novel is the yeah. perfect thing for somebody who well, exactly refuses to visualize what the author is trying to do for right you. actually this past the silent patient um i thought that it was in my middle school that i work at that's great and so, terrifying yeah so uh, pretty good pretty good yeah anyways all right so now that we've talked about some horror novels, some scary stuff, some spooky stuff, some whodunits, some all of that good stuff, things we like to read. The season we like to read the most in the fall. Oh. Right? Every time the fall comes up, oh. it rustles it. up oh. all these emotions that have gone dormant throughout I the rest of the year. The fall fall is the most short-lived season. And everybody I says spring and fall don't exist. Season. Fall is a blip on, on the yearly radar fall. isn't that crazy like well that sucks fall is act like in and of it like the physics of fall it's literally like you're watching the environment around fall. you die <laughs> so it's kind of sad but there's like a very but, there's I mean, a certain it, beauty it, to it but it comes back like, well it does but like yeah, it's also like, like it's you're just, watching that's just like you're watching things die nature. and fall around you yeah i don't but it's just like i I couldn't be more excited. Oh, well, I know. And I like, there's just so many butterfly feelings that I get in my stomach when I think about it because, like, what you said, it's such a short lived thing. Yeah. You know, that it's it's memorable every year. Every single year. And so I, like, I will put a picture or a sound, a scenery into all anyone who has experienced this before. This is, this is going to ache your heart. You're sitting there. You get done with class or you're getting done with school or you leave to out of the grocery store. I don't know. There's you just a went from crisp school air. to I the grocery store. The I, only I two just, things people do want, in the fall are either leave school I know. or they're exiting the grocery I store. Just, I don't know. I, I just <laughs> want someone to get out of the house so they can go outside. So they're leaving uh. something and you get that nice cool breeze and you're wearing you're wearing jeans but you can also like rock your little sneakers and your little boots but you don't need a jacket yet you have a nice sweater on you know you don't need a jacket and all you hear is the marching band in the distance oh not what i was thinking yep oh you know it's marching band season and when i hear those drums going and marching band you're then then you start thinking about football just awakens the savage yeah and then you're like then it's football season yeah you're like i just want to hit somebody yeah and then you're like (laughs) college football on saturdays and then you're like football and nfl sundays and then the next thing you know you're like pumpkins we need to go get the pumpkins you know then you get the pumpkins and you're like 
scary movie yeah. chart. The way uh, you're looking at me, I feel really bad for those pumpkins right now because you are. There are veins coming out of places just, I've never seen them come and out. This year, we're going to the Renaissance Fair. We, like, this yeah. is a collective. Yeah, we are going to the Renaissance Fair, Great and it's just like fall activities on the weekend, tailgating. Tailgating while You're it's naming not, when it's so not many things. hot. But this is all. This is all what fall is. See, fall seems very loud to you. Fall is very quiet. No, 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 no. That's just my excitement. You're okay, mistaking yeah. it for. <laughs> like at work the other week, I think it was. We were in a meeting and we got like split up into little groups. Yeah. And we had to name stuff that we we had to name like sights and sounds that we like cherish. It's like a team building activity. Okay. What and do you say? Everyone in our group. Like, we did it individually and then came together. All of us said, like... Cicadas. No. Oh. You always do this. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Why would you try to guess before I finish? <laughs> we all right. <laughs> said the sound of wind passing through leaves or, like, rustling leaves across, oh like, the God. pavement. Oh, my God. I just got goosebumps. Yeah, we literally all went off individually, came back together, and we all, like, all three or four of us said the same exact thing. That's crazy. And it was like, we are all thinking about fall. We're all excited. The thing I'm most excited for, and evidently our book club, some members are excited for, some are spooky. some are bowing out because they're so effing terrified, are yeah. spooky books. Spooky books. Like, spooky, spooky books. Spooky books, spooky movies are the, like, my, pat. when I think of Connor's pastime for the fall, I think of... This isn't meant to sound sad. I'm scaring the shit out of myself. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm not defecating anymore. I think of going home, like, between... It was, like, right... Because I played soccer in high school, and then I would play basketball in the winter. Yeah. And it was that little gap of break I got between soccer and basketball. Okay. Which was, like, a week or two right before Halloween started. So I'd go home. It was the only time I didn't have to go to sports practice for like a couple weeks. And AMC would immediately have the 24-hour Halloween oh, movie marathon. Wow. So I'd come home. I'd see Michael Myers on the screen. I'd lay in bed. I'd see the the orange leaves on the trees oh, out my the window. The sun would peek through my window a little bit. And I would just watch. I'd watch Jodie Lee Foster. and And I'd watch... All these wow. people being terrified by the likes of, of of every villain you can think of, of Jason, of Freddy, of, of Michael Myers. And I was I was like when I think of the times I'm most at peace, it's fall, either reading like Salem's Lot in my bed for the first time, or yeah. like watching the old classic seventies and eighties horror movies in October with like my parents when wow. I would come home. Yeah. I, yes. Like, that is that is my pastime for the fall. Outside of, like, the usual, like, oh. apple cider I, until apple cider my, donuts. my pee is brown. And like, <laughs> yeah, apple cider donuts. Oh, now, like, spiked hot apple cider. Yeah, and you just so started liking good. coffee. So oh, now yeah. you can try pumpkin like spice coffee. like every other basic bitch on I'm earth. I'm going to be the biggest basic bitch this fall. Yeah, you're going like, to start wearing, like, white... I, white beanies with palms on it and you're going to start wearing Uggs, Uggs again and like I really long sweaters I with leggings. Sorry to the basic bitches I'm out there. I just the described back to style. I just described style. your daily uniform but that's... No, no, no. Let me tell you my perfect outfit. We're going to have to get you like a reusable Starbucks mug because that's also what they do when oh, they start liking Starbucks coffee. They, I have my, I have my 
shelter one. Well, they get like a ceramic or plastic reusable one, so it looks like they go to Starbucks every day, but in reality, they didn't. Oh, so it's did. part of the, the uniform. Oh, though. it's part of the uniform. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So we can start doing that. All right. I mean, that sounds great. Yeah. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. You're in it to win it. Creamer. Yeah. Wow. I am so excited. You're going to get to work and just explode into the toilet. I had my first That's the co- thing about coffee that they don't tell you when you're first starting to drink. Everyone, like in college, when they're like, you're going to have to start drinking coffee. And it's like, well, we're all kind of weaning America onto a caffeine addiction, but we won't talk about that. But in in reality, they make it seem like, oh, you're going to be so energized and peppy and blah, 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 blah. That's how like movies yeah. uh, portray people who are drinking coffee all the time. They never told me that I would have to shit like three times before 10 a.m. Sheesh. Like you will be, <laughs> it's not even like... People call it being regular when you're yeah. like when you're like crapping on a schedule. Yeah. You this is like taking a, a Olympic long jump record over being regular into like <laughs> I'm medically concerned about the is amount it? of things coming out of me and now it's gonna have a pumpkin little pumpkin spice to you're it. You're like checking the You're gonna be sitting there, you're, you're gonna like, be this you're gonna Pepto Bismol. Yeah, you're gonna be sitting there at work and you're gonna be like, What's that one smells a little spicy. It's a little spicy. It had a little pumpkin to it. Ew. A little pumpkin patty. Oh my god. Yeah. So, yeah. am I getting myself into something bad right now? As long as everything, like like the wise ones say, everything is okay in moderation, right? Okay. So if I have a cup a day, like I'm fine, right? Yeah. It'll lead into more because you'll you'll it's it's a uh, I feel like tolerance. Well, how can I, I can't speak right now. It's like alcohol alcohol tolerance. You have one beer when okay, you're... Okay, when you're, like, speaking about it like this, how I'm going to get a tolerance for it, like, I feel like... It's like anything. I Caffeine's like a getting, drug. Wait, I don't... Well, now that we're talking about it this way, maybe I should stop. You could just have decaf. I could, I, I could just have decaf. Yeah. I think I'm going to get decaf. I don't want to be... Because I'm, I'm not, like, a cat... I've never been, like, a caffeinated person. Well, let me tell you, when I've seen you in the mornings before work, lately you need to be a caffeinated person why i'm fine because you look like streganona getting out of bed dragging your ass across the floor ready to make I some sauce want, <laughs> i just want 10 more minutes yeah so maybe a good idea oh, try it out if God. things start to get bad you can wean yourself back ripped off my pants dude well that's what happens when you buy jeans that hurry up holes in them right damn you're asking for it it's like buying a house with holes in the roof and like questioning why you have a leak when it's on a rainy day. All right. Yeah. I don't need this in my life. So we're looking forward to fall. Yeah, I'm so excited. And not ripping our jeans. Yeah. Well, it's starting like in the mornings. Oh, in the mornings, I had to wear a sweatshirt today. Yeah. So it's starting. You know. Well, now that we have a house, I think another part of it with all these spooky things going on. Is it's gonna like bigger spaces lead to more room for fear to creep in? Oh god! Um, and whenever I think about that, I think about that scene from Halloween, the oh. movie, where Michael Myers is following her oh. on her way home from school, oh. and she'll you'll like see him in his white mask, oh, no. like in the sh- like beyond the hedge, and then yeah. she'll like turn around and he'll be behind <gasps> it again, and then someone will look out a window and he's like with the laundry clothesline. And then it's gone. So you think you're going to start imagining Michael Myers? I might, but a big part of that are the movies I've seen. And and with those movies, like, you haven't seen all the 
You haven't seen all the classic horror movies, right? No. No. We started last year. We did. I saw the one when they're at like Camp Laszlo or whatever. Camp Laszlo. <laughs> Camp Laszlo. <laughs> what is this? Cartoon Network Hour? It's not Camp Laszlo. What is it, Camp? It was Come Camp, we go. Uh, Camp, Camp. somebody's saying it Wango. right now, and we're just saying this. Camp. It's from Friday the 13th. Yeah, I watched that one. Camp, Camp Crystal Co- Lake. Oh, Camp Crystal, I was close, Conowingo. Camp Laszlo. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Camp Crystal, I saw that one. Well, I saw Candyman. Well, yeah, Candyman, the, the original new one. one. The now new one just re- came out. Oh, I don't know if I'd be able to watch that. That would be a good one to see. In the I fall. was actually terrified of the original Candyman. Yeah, it's super good. So we watched that one. What else did we watch? We watched. We watched the Friday the Thirteenth. Yes, we, we watched, watched Halloween Bates Motel. with Michael Myers. We watched Psycho. Psycho. We watched the original Psycho. Bates Motel. Uh, we watched. We watched a lot. We had a whole list that I can't remember all of. Yeah. But we watched a lot. But this is all this is all to say the fact that these movies have been around for so long. Yeah. And you what I didn't know when I first started dating you is that you have never seen any movies. <laughs> like our childhood, like we're we're the end of the millennials, beginning of Gen Z. Yeah, we like call people talk about millennials. Two, people talk about like two thousand six to like two thousand fifteen. As, like, such a huge time in, like, movie history with, like, the amount of massive blockbusters that were coming out. But also, like, some of the deep cuts in comedy with, like, Judd Apatow on the rise and, like, all the awkward, funny white guy movies that could be seen as problematic in casting with some hindsight. But are super funny, like the likes of, like, Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill and, like, Jason Segel. Oh, yeah. And we recently, this year, decided to, like, dive back into that and get you to watch... All my favorite movies that I thought everyone has seen a thousand times. That evidently, uh, for all you knew, could have come out in recent months. Yeah, no. I don't know actors. I don't know actresses. I don't know famous movies. I'm really, like... You would, like... And it's not like I'm a sheltered human. You know what I mean? No, you're from Delco. Yeah, like I... (laughs) (laughs) Like Delco not, is the opposite of shelter. Exactly. And so, I don't know. I don't. It is think, like you have exited the trench and you are running across the battlefield. Yeah, that think, middle space is Delco. I just, I feel like when you And instead watching, of, like, guns, they're hurling alcohol. Okay. <laughs> okay. And they're saying, here's a hoagie. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and a Delco lager. <laughs> they weren't even around back then. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Hoagies. Anyways, (laughs) hoagies. They're just throwing wah-wah hoagies. (laughs) No. um, And Philadelphia Eagles memorabilia. You made me lose my train of thought. What what were we just talking about? The movies. Oh, no. It's not like... Like, you were watching all these good movies and everything. Yeah. And I was just, like, locking myself in my bedroom watching Twilight. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. You know, quite the like same experience, but <laughs> but like I would each, like repeatedly each, yeah, watch Twilight. Each their own. Yeah, so I just feel like that's where the disconnect came from. Yeah, yeah. I was Twilight, Hunger Games. Mm. Yeah. Yep, and you Katniss were Everdeen. Katniss Everdeen. Do, 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 do. That was good. Thank you. See, I also saw all those, but I also saw all the things I showed you this year. Like you, 
people talk about like the most influential directors and like filmmakers of the past like decade and a half, two decades. People are talking about Christopher Nolan, and you've seen like I don't even know who that is. It's the guy who directed. Um, what's the one where they don't know if it's a dream within a dream? Inception. Oh, I love Inception. Yeah. I've seen that. So, if you love Inception, like, how did you not see any of the Dark Knight movies? I don't know. He directed all those. I have no idea. And but that makes sense because Hans Zimmer, the... He does those. He does both of them. He does the Dark well, Knight. Well, him and Christopher Nolan are like this. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he also do Pirates of the Caribbean? He did. Really? Hans Zimmer? No. Christopher Nolan. Oh, no, that's some Disney. Oh, I was going to say, I was watching Pirates of the Caribbean. Of course you were. I love Jack Sparrow. We don't need to talk about that. We're talking about movies you've seen this year. We don't need to go back into your obsession of Jack Sparrow where every square inch of your bedroom was covered with Johnny Depp posters. It was 32 posters. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. I feel that burrito. Going straight down to my (laughs) ass even further. 12. Okay, it's just like a weird choice. I don't know. Your choice of men at 12 years old, like a dirty old pirate who likes yeah, alcohol I had a, I had like a way too much. Cut out of them. I bet you did. Yeah. And then I, I would watch. I would cutout. watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever that cutout is, I'm sorry for what happened to you I while you know. had your stay in Delco. And but then, <laughs> And then I would watch this YouTube <laughs> poor video. Cutout. I watched this YouTube video that was like, there's this one um, line in the movie in the Dead Man's Chest where he's like, I got a jaw debt. And then it's like, I got a jaw debt. Yeah, I got yeah, a jaw no. debt. I know of it. Yeah, and you, you don't, don't talk about and then yeah. And then they made the video. So it's like, I got a jaw debt. Yeah, I'm and so would, happy you're doing that right now. Watch it. I really just want to end it at this point. <laughs> Four hours. I could have I stopped. I also that watched stuff. that one YouTube video that was like, quack, quack. I'm a duck. I'm a duck. Okay. All right. All right. Let's. No. Let's sorry. Move. Okay. I know. Sorry. I let's, haven't watched any movies. Let's. We're at an over. We're at. We just crossed an hour. So we're going to. I think this is. We're going to okay. hit our last okay. topic here um, that we wanted to talk about because it's a personal passion of ours. We saved it till the end because it has nothing to do with books. Um, we're going to talk about Ted Lasso oh, and our love God. for Ted Lasso. So I'd like to, I'd oh. like to kick it off by offering a dedication to my mom because yeah. she, since I was in high school, I don't know why it's not like my mom is easily one of my best friends and she, since I was in high school has repeatedly recommended shows to me. I have not ignored her. But I have discounted their quality for some reason. It's not because I don't think she has good taste in shows. Because we watch movies together all the time. She'll pick them. I love them inevitably. Because we have similar taste in everything. But for some reason, whatever I want to watch, I have on the front burner. And I'll put what other people recommend to me on the back burner. So maybe because she's someone I talk to frequently. And who we talk about shows and movies a lot. And she's always watching them. I, she's a big movie and show person. I put them on the back burner because she's probably the person who recommends them to me the most. She recommended me The Walking Dead when I was in high school. Waited like multiple years to get on that bandwagon until yeah. I was like going off to college. Yeah. She recommended the biggest one, Game of Thrones to me. And I was like, what a f- 
fucking nerd, dude. They're fighting. It's the Middle Ages. There's knights <laughs> and there's there's magic wizards. How oh, dumb is that? Ended up being gross. my favorite show of all time. Oh. Lauren and I have put ourselves through the torture of reading like the first book and and want to Great. continue I just, I just on. But fire of yeah, the new Targaryen. The new Targaryen years I want to read that. Yeah, she recommended me Game of Thrones. I slept on that. Ended up loving it. She's recommended me. Uh, so many other shows that I I literally can't even keep track of them, and and they've all been amazing. So finally, lately, uh, you know, we I I get a new iPhone, uh, like last December, and they have this new package where Apple TV Plus comes with every new Apple product that you get. You get a free year of it, right? So we have a free year of it. We're starting to like peruse Apple TV Plus. We watch one show on there called Servant that takes place in Philly. Has the one British dude from uh, from Black Mirror oh, uh, yeah. and a couple other. It has uh, Rupert Grint, oh, uh, yes. Ron from Harry Potter. He's, He's like the brother-in-law. Yep. Um, super amazing show. So I'm Incredible. like, all right, Apple TV Plus. Heard some bad things about the morning show and a couple other other pilot shows. But I was like, all right, they they have some heat, right? They have some quality. Oh, it was M. Night Shyamalan, too. Yeah, like, M. Was, Night Shyamalan. He throws heat. Oh, he's He doesn't incredible. mess around. When he produces something in the in the delaware county philadelphia area you know you're about to watch a very high quality plot twist based he's incredible movie or show is yeah and servant servant is no different right it's it's and i've never i don't know if he's ever made a show before that but and I think he only executive produced it. He didn't create it or write it or anything. Yeah. But his name's attached to it, obviously, for, like, marketability and everything. Oh, yeah. But you, you see that name, you watch it. Yeah, and it's amazing. I highly recommend everybody watches it. Especially you, Jenny. Um, <laughs> but, the uh, so, I'm, I'm trying to find other good things to watch on Apple TV+. Plus, and I constantly see Ted Lasso. I remember this SNL sketch years back with Jason Sudeikis where it was like a shtick where he was an American, like with a Southern accent placed in the context of like a British football, like a soccer British football club. And it was just like bizarre. And it was like a quick, like, haha, funny. Like, that's so funny that they're in that situation. Um, and it was like a very brief thing and it was over. I don't even know if it was an SNL skit, but it was like an NBC short. It was like a quick little thing that they did. Is that I, they based it on? Yeah, and I remember really? seeing it. Yeah, and I remember seeing it years back because Jason Sudeikis was on SNL. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was involved with that, so I remember seeing it years back. And then I see that Apple TV Plus like builds a show based off the premise, and I'm like, like that can't be that good. Like, there's no way this is good. It seems like such a simple show. The premise itself, it's like we're gonna put a coach from one sport in another sport and see what happens. <laughs> It's like, great, This how good can this possibly be? Oh my God. Has it become one of our favorite shows of all time? And it still has that cheesy, like, easy grabs for emotion. And I still can't get enough of it. I, this show completely steals your heart. It breaks your heart. Yeah. It makes you laugh. It makes you cry. It just, it has... Every single emotion just thrown at you. Yeah. You just become so connected. Each character is different and you become connected with every single one of them. Every single one has a storyline and you just want to see them all succeed. 
And I, I'm rooting for every single person in that show. Even, even the villains in that show that you are like, oh my god, get them off the screen. You're still rooting for them. Like, yeah, like every just, character is redeemable. It, yes, every single character is redeemable. Except for the Rupert. He's the he's the oh yeah 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 except for him yeah soccer. except for him he's, a, uh, yeah. he's yeah he's whatever but no this this show how many twenty awards it had, it's had like thirty two or thirty four total nominations oh now over it its, is over its one or two seasons yeah yeah it's and it's, they're all well deserved it's like yeah. so f- it's laugh. There are so many laugh out loud moments yes, during it, every single thing. episode, but at the same time, like I look over as the end credits are rolling and Lauren is crying yeah. by the end. Like it, it, it exercises the full length and full spectrum of every emotion you can possibly experience in a thirty to thirty six minute I episode am, every single yeah, time. Yeah, so I'm like PMSing for thirty minutes straight. That's yeah. like what it feels like. It's really something to witness. <laughs> it's something to witness every episode, and we only started. Maybe a week or two ago, and we already cleared the whole first season yeah. and have cleared the second season up to the point where we have to wait every Friday until the next one comes out. And the next one just I'm, came out dying. this morning, and we've already watched it yeah. and loved every second of it. And again, it was like, it's weird. It has like, again, it has that like cheesy sensibility of like what Full House had when we were kids, where like at the end of every episode, you like learned a life lesson. Right. Of like, oh, sometimes when you're really close and you love someone a lot and you're dating, like, people can still love each other, like, as much as possible, but still have, like, their own independence and space from one another. Like, those aren't mutually exclusive things in a relationship. And then another episode, you'll learn, like, not to be overconfident when everybody gives you so much attention and that you need to remain humble. And then another episode will tell you that you can't judge a book by its cover and you can't mm-hmm. jump into things too quickly or right. like it's a different life lesson every time. While like I hate when shows get preachy, but it still manages to do it in like a subtle and tasteful way where you're laughing your ass off yes. the whole time and then you're like really feeling an intense like bond to the characters who are on the screen even if you hate them the first episode by the second season you're gonna be like i feel something strong for every character yep they just open up each character and show their background and they you just watch them grow and can we just talk about like the main character ted lasso like he is just this he's the perfect character yes the absolute perfect character he comes in, he's big, he's bubbly, he has all these weird... He's like Mr. Rogers as an American college coach. football coach who's been placed in a completely awkward, unfamiliar environment. But yeah. at the same time, he has like issues he has to grapple with yes. regularly. Like You see a vulnerability that you can relate to while he has like the most positive exterior at times, like toxic positivity to an extent. Right. But like he recognizes it. He's aware of it. He's aware that it causes problems, but you can tell that he is the most pure good person as a character because he continues to like exude it. Like his natural default is to like support other people, no matter the circumstances. And it's like really awesome. Yeah. And it's just, the show is, I it it brings me to tears. Like even even, like the ha- even the happy moments during the show. Yeah. You just 
you get so connected to these characters that when one little thing or they get one small accomplishment or Ted makes this speech to them in the locker room, you just, you feel like you are there with them. And it's also how Apple has been filming their shows as well. Mm-hmm. It's just a, yeah. such a Well, they have all the money in the world. They do. It's and like them and Amazon have all the money. So, of course the cinematography and the camera quality is going to be like, like knock your ass off good so better incredible. like you knock your ass off harder than that burrito yeah. and you just feel like that you are with all of them that you're a part of the team that you're in that locker room and ted's just giving you huh, a ted talk ah, and that's <laughs> where we'll end it yeah. because that's about the worst thing i've heard yeah in this past really 70 70 minutes i'm glad you got that one out so <laughs> Uh, hopefully, uh, this didn't suck too much. We just ended up doing exactly what we thought we would and yeah. rambled on for way too long about yeah. a lot of random things and this went on a lot of tangents. Uh, but we're probably going to keep doing this. Um, so hope you enjoyed it. Nice to meet you all. Yeah, this has been fun. Yeah, it has. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next yeah, time. See you next time. Have a great weekend. Peace. Bye.